this, everybody? Hello, little girl. What's your name? My name's Cindy Luhu. Well, Who are you? I'm Sam. I just have a throat problem today. I'm hot. It's fucking hot in this room. It's because you left the heater on. The Ugh. heater is not usually on. And you're nasty. You need to take a shower. I'm nasty. Nasty boys. You jerk off to Janet. <laughs> We're bringing that up again. It's never going away, especially after that amazing Photoshop job done regarding that episode. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Merry holiday season. This is our holiday episode. I'm wearing Halloween pants. You, you are. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> this is a bonus episode. It's a b -b 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 bonus. If I did my job right, it's supposed to come out on Sunday, the 23rd. Sunday, so you know what that two does? days before our Lord. Yes. You know what that does, Also Michelle? the day of our Lord. It lets them listen to this podcast with their families on Christmas Eve. And Christmas. So they bring in Christmas listening to this as if they were bringing in the new year? Yes. Instead of Bing Crosby, they put us on to listen. Oh, we got a sneeze. <laughs> oh, there it was. It got me. Nobody wants to listen to Bing Crosby. They'd rather listen to you sneeze. Hi, Michelle. Achoo. Silver bells. Achoo. I had to listen to Christmas music the other day at work. Achoo. You know what the worst part about Christmas music on the radio all day at work is? That it sounds happy and you hate happy music? No, I wouldn't care if I didn't have to listen to the same nine songs, but 80 different versions. Mm -hmm. It's all the same shit. That's I swear fair. I heard White Christmas 40 fucking times. How many times did you hear All I Want for Christmas is You? Uh, is that that Mariah Carey song? Uh-huh. I don't think I heard it at all. It was more like... Silver bells. More traditional. Yes. And then like a big chorus. Silver bells. My work, which is uh, closing down, still had a Christmas party and they had really traditional, like kind of ridiculous, the place that they rented out, the event center. Uh, they had really low traditional, creepy, unnecessary music playing in the background. What do you mean creepy? Uh, it just, it was all like... Oh, 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 oh. Like it was just very like <laughs> that real reverend throat thing. Yeah. It wasn't super vibrato heavy. It was just boring and traditional and old and not my thing. So, one thing that is my thing, I feel around this time. I watch it every year. I don't feel that a lot of people know that it exists. I have for years tried to promote, remind, whatever people of a Christmas special, which is my favorite. It came out in 1987, and it is the Garfield Christmas special. If Yay! you know me, you know that I'm a big Garfield fan. You and I both actually uh, grew up reading the comic books. Goddamn right. Big fan. My dad was a big fan. It just kind of trickled down. And we both used to go to the same library and get the same books that didn't have like the pictures on the outside uh -huh. of the book. It was just like it didn't have the cool plain, cover. It was just plain, yeah. Like cardboard brown or blue, yeah, dark it was blue, hardback. Hard yeah. And it just said 
had like Garfield written on the spine, like mm-hmm. in somebody's actual handwriting because they had lost the jackets. And I rented the shit out of those things. And I did too, which means that we were checking them out and waiting on each other to bring them back because I, for a while, was kind of obsessive about checking those books out. I always thought that Garfield was funny. I loved his sarcastic, weird undertone because he always, I mean, yeah, he's kind of negative and making jokes at everyone's expense. But when it comes down to it, Garfield, he has a heart. So it's just kind of like the typical cat. Everyone thinks he's an asshole because cats are assholes. <laughs> and all he cares about is food and sleeping and having his way, which is pretty accurate, I would say. So it's pretty human as well. But I, cats are eventually very affectionate. Um, and they have a heart, too. And I think that that is part of this to remember this holiday season is it's all about spending time together and sharing your hearts and smashing your hearts together and just smashing those hearts together and smashing those hearts together and smashing those hearts together. I think it's about burning cats. You are jumping ahead and you are spoiling things. So let's pretend that you didn't say that. I'm not spoiling shit. Did you hurt your hand? I made them very hot. The friction <laughs> is is heavy in my hands right now. So this is a very, I would say, underrated or not well known, right? Did you know about this before me? I really can't remember. I'm sure I did because I watched Garfield and Friends, and that stemmed off of Garfield and Friends, right? It's all the same animation. It's all the same voices. Yeah, back at that so time. Assume... Right now, it's very different. For a while now. Oh, yeah. The 2000s have all been very rough. Yeah. Um, My love for Garfield, Sam's love for Garfield, is all early Garfield. Not anything definitely in the 2000s or the 1990s either. So, yeah, so I'm sure I probably did see Unless it. Unless it was Garfield and Friends in the 90s, then we'll say that that was, that was good. Garfield I don't remember. I don't know when Garfield and Friends originally came out. I know I watched it in the 90s, but that doesn't mean it was made in the 90s. Yeah, it, it may have been the 90s. I could look that up but i'm not going to if you guys I know it's the same animation style i know it's the same voices mm-hmm. it's what feels like home to me in the garfield cartoon world All the right. garfield scope so we are going to get into garfield christmas special also known as garfield's christmas special <laughs> you just add some s's in there it makes it a little bit better so it starts with a dream that Garfield is having. Garfield dreams that he is woken up by John Arbuckle, his owner, or the one which he owns, since I've heard that some animals feel that they actually own you, since you are the ones working to support them and take care of them while they just sleep and hang out all the time. Yeah, but I can use one as a bat if I want to, so I own that animal. All right. (sighs) I can use it as a tool. I own it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so Not that I do, but I could. Garfield wakes up. John is there. Good morning. Good morning. It's Christmas. Aren't you excited? He's like, no, leave me alone. I'm sleeping. He's like, hey, I have your breakfast lasagnas for you. By the way, I fully support breakfast lasagna. 
And I wish that I had had breakfast lasagna. I want to know what John Arbuckle did to be able to afford that much lasagna making ingredients. Well, beef isn't cheap, baby. At this point, he's in dream world because so. it's like five trays of lasagna. It's, it's unreal, and cats aren't supposed to have dairy, <laughs> no, <laughs> or pans of anything. So he, but again, he's in the dream world. He is. So he lures him to the Christmas tree with yeah. pans of lasagna, which Garfield just devours in classic Garfield mode. After many viewings, uh-huh. this is the first time I ever noticed that during this dream thing, mm-hmm. the background is drawn real shittily. It's like crayon. Mm-hmm. I never noticed that before. Because it's less detailed. It's like, it's like the giveaway it doesn't, that it's a dream. And it's kind of ridiculous as well. Um, but he is excited. Garfield believes that Christmas means presents, lots and lots of presents. And he is given a gift by John, again, who has money. He has a forklift, which he brings the present into the house with, drops it down, and it is a chair shaped like a Santa Claus that you sit on its lap, which is kind of creepy. I thought so, too, but you sit on Santa's lap, so it makes sense. Yeah. At first, I was like, when I saw John sitting on it the way he was, I was like, what's going on there? Because he's an adult. And then I was like, wait a minute, you sit on Santa's lap. That's like the whole fucking thing is you go to the mall and you sit on Santo's lap. Did you do that shit? Maybe the adult version is that something opens up in the seat and comes up. Or maybe something opens up in the seat and you can shit. It's like a I don't think that that private toilet. Yeah, but that's not specific to any age. I think that that could be for anyone. Kids private just don't Santa care. Toilet. Did you do the Santa thing? Sit when on you were Santa's younger? lap? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I every kid does, don't they? I don't know. Did you get terrified? I think I went when I was even too old just to get candy. Candy? They give you candy? I feel like Cherie and I went. We even went to Walmart when we were in high school to see Santa and got our picture taken with Santa. And yeah, they give you like a little bit of candy. Like a candy cane? Something. Like those rolls of candy canes? Uh, our Trust me, Cherie and I, we were just rolls looking for candy. So <laughs> <laughs> we went after what we were looking for. Um, so yeah, I, I assume that you did that too? Uh, yeah, I don't really have any specific memories though. I was hoping I had some memory of like freaking out. Yeah, me too. Because otherwise you just brought this up for no reason. I don't know. I was... You could have been like, no... We never went. I wasn't allowed to go. I never. Oh, no, try. You have you have tra- traumatic things all the time in your childhood. I would not have been surprised in the slightest if you were like, no, we didn't go. Yeah, but it was free. Any, I mean, I participated in free things. Yeah. I just didn't get to do fun things like go to Chuck E. Cheese and Discovery Zone we and things like that as a child. I'm also a little surprised that your mom wasn't like, that's not the Lord. She wasn't like that so much at this time. No. She was off and on at different points in her life, which is what made it really irritating. <laughs> Pick and choose. Well, as any person would say, they're only human and they all make mistakes and they all fall off the god wagon sometimes. So he is gifted, Garfield, that is, the gift that keeps on giving, where you sit on the Santa seat a Santa hat thing comes down. It reads your mind and it gives you whatever you want. So, of course, John, who is dressed like an elf, wishes for an elf hat. So he is satisfied. 
Garfield sits on it. He gets a what is it? A pile of jewels? Isn't yeah? Isn't the, the very first thing? first thing he gets is like <laughs> it's like rubies and diamonds and like a pearl necklace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's very excited. That's what Christmas is all about. And then we get the first song in the special, which I personally feel like all of the songs in this are very good. And they're all groovy. They're all soulful. They've got a good sound. So as an adult revisiting this, which I've done every year for a while, it was interesting to see how much this it falls in line with my musical taste nowadays. So we will start with the first song. I don't know what the actual song titles are, but I call this oh. song... Yeah, you're going to name them? This is cool. I like this. This is Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Now this is what Christmas is all about. And he wishes for everything. It's fucking groovy as hell. Love it so much. Oliver's, Oliver's here, of course. I'm dancing in my chair. Ah. Oh no! I don't know how this accidentally. Sometimes it rewinds, sometimes it fast forwards. I'm going to go ahead and say, fuck you, YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Just in the Christmas spidey spirit. But yeah, I love that song. I think it's a. Groovy, man. It's really groovy. The guy's voice is awesome. Mm -hmm. I like the tone of his voice. I do too. Gimme, 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 gimme. You know, that fucking machine scares me, though. Because it reads your brain? Yes. Do you think that it uh, discriminates and it's like, well, the family's around, so I'm not going to give him anything too uh, risque? Risque? Yeah. Like Jack A, risque? <laughs> yeah, risque Jack A. Like, what if, what if Garfield's into some sick shit we don't know about? He's a cat. Of course he's into sick shit. I wonder how many... All cats are into sick shit. Do you think a litter box popped out of there? I want to see Garfield's litter box. I don't. He eats fucking trays of lasagna. <laughs> you think he uses a toilet? Like a human? He does everything else like a human? No. I don't think he cares to learn. I don't think that he's the type of cat that would let John invest training like that into. Because he'd just be yeah. like, fuck you. You think he's I'm the not type of that. cat to cover his own shit? I bet he doesn't. I bet he does because there are certain things that he cares about. And I don't think he wants to smell his own shit. He wants to smell <laughs> like food. And I, I mean, I think he he's an asshole, but he's still a cat. And most cats cover their shit. That's true. Most cats. Do you think that John Arbuckle makes lasagna with ricotta or cottage cheese? Uh, John Arbuckle totally makes lasagna with ricotta you think he's a ricotta man absolutely i think most people uh do ricotta i think most people don't do cottage cheese that's not something i don't feel like i was introduced to that until i was an adult really and now people are like what because everyone seems to like ricotta i don't like the texture of ricotta cheese i agree and I i think that there are probably a good handful of people who agree with that let us know if you uh hate ricotta we are on that are you i hate ricotta bandwagon yeah, do you are you do you gotta ricotta or, or do, do you, you not a ricotta? To ricotta god damn it i've been saying that for years 
Kurt or Rhinebag and I, we argue about this about uh-huh. once a year. He's all ricotta. Oh, he got a ricotta, and I'm not a to the ricotta. I loved cottage cheese growing up, though, so it just makes sense with me. I think John Arbuckle's Arbuc- a cottage cheese man because he grew up on a farm. I don't think he's eaten ricotta. I think he grew up on a farm, and he was like, Give me that cottage cheese, Mom! What it was? What if it's just mozzarella? <laughs> All mozzarella. Like, that sounds way more like it. It's just noodles. That's what it is. Beef sauce and mozzarella. And mozzarella. There it is. And he doesn't put a lot of seasoning in anything. No. Everything's pretty bland. No, he doesn't want to kill his cat with seasoning. And yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> Garfield doesn't need special things because he's not even taking the time to taste it. He's just shoveling oh, it in his yeah. mouth and then throwing the pan out of the way. <laughs> you think those are reusable pans? No, because they they were definitely tin, metal, metal, whatever. They were dinging as they were flinging. I have one more lasagna question because I've loved Garfield for so long. So it's like <laughs> I have all these just questions that I've had for a long time just flowing out of me. Okay. Do you think he lets the lasagna cool down before he gives them to Garfield because he knows Garfield will just scarf him down? Yes. He'd have to. How else... did? Okay. I have a fucking question. Sweet. How the fuck any cat I have ever known knows when you are getting things out of the fridge to make anything. They are right fucking there. Oh, yeah. So how how was he able to make the lasagna, <laughs> bake the lasagna, take it out, let it cool, stack the fucking five or six trays to lure him to the Christmas tree? Again, this is a dream sequence, but we're pretending it's real. But the comic strip, he would eat fucking and the five comic pans of lasagna and stuff. And yeah. Garfield and Friends, he would eat five pans of lasagna, no problem. Uh-huh. It's just like Scooby-Doo eating five-foot-tall sandwiches. Scooby. And you want to see that poop. I just want to see... That mozzarella-infused poop. I just want to see the litter box itself. I don't need to see the shit. I just don't understand how he's able to be that quiet and get all of that past Garfield while Garfield is sleeping, unless Garfield's just a really good sleeper. I guess he's a really heavy sleeper. Good for him. That's unlikely in the cat world. (laughs) And speaking of Garfield sleeping, he's always talking about his nice warm bed. His... Okay, so if you buy like a pair of boots, they come in a wider more square shaped box than a rectangle box like a regular pair of shoes would you know what i'm talking about or like a bigger pair of shoes will come in like a square a larger shoe box instead of a small rectangle so the lid of that flipped upside down is basically what it looks like garfield sleeps Sleeps in in? yeah with just a blanket yes over himself with just a little blanket and a and a weird box but you know cats do love boxes boxes, as you were just saying so i I wonder if if it's just like a a simple box lid because it looks like it's nothing it might be and it makes sense Uh uh-huh a cat would sleep in a box lid it doesn't look comfortable at all in hell kit kat always just sleeps in that little thing on the cat tower which is about the same size yeah it really is and it's basically just a little box it's probably even harder than a cardboard no, it is. Car- it's, I think it's made out of cardboard. Yeah, compressed with uh, just carpet on it. So I think it's pretty much the same. So he sleeps in a weird flat box. Oh, excuse me, Doctor Pepper Burp. Doctor Pepper Burp. They, that's so popular that Forrest Gump commented on it as well. Uh, Twenty-three Doctor Peppers. Oh my goodness. So 
The whole thing is Garfield is waking up from his dream. He's disappointed that this is not real life. And John informs him that they have to go to the farm to John's family where he grew up to his parents' house for Christmas. Yeah, so it's Christmas Eve, right? When he wakes up. It's yes. Christmas Eve. It is Christmas We're, Eve. I want to know the timeline of the Garfield Christmas special. <laughs> I, I know. You have very specific we questions. We started on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love Garfield. I've thought a lot about Garfield. I, I'm and I want answers, God damn it. Completely into this. I have another question, too. Okay. It's coming up. when they're. Like, I thought about this when they're getting ready to drive, or they're in the car driving to the farm. Okay. They, they're not here in Garfield, right? Like, sometimes in the comic strip and on Garfield and Friends, they spoke like they were hearing each other. Yeah, it's always represented as a thought bubble. Yeah. But there seems to be real communication. In this one, you think? Oh, yeah. Because, I thought there wasn't in Because this one. John even, like, talks to him and sends him to do stuff. And he's like, do this. And he's like, okay. I agree. Okay. I, I watched the whole thing wondering this question. I... Th- do think that yes, John can talk to Garfield, but I don't think John is hearing Garfield. Do you think he just thinks that he he knows him, so he thinks that he's communicating with him and knows? Because that's like that when you have an animal long yeah. enough, you uh, feel like uh-huh. you know what they're saying without them actually saying it. Yeah, pretty much. And I think John just I have this cat trained. Huh. I never because even thought about that. I watched the whole time like nobody interacts interacts directly with Garfield. Yeah, they do. The I grandma mean, does. But she's kind of just talking she's just out talking to it. How she feels. Talking yeah. to it. It's a boy. It's a boy. Talking to him. Yes. He. We are using pronouns for Garfield. This is an he's an established. <laughs> he's not a he. him. No, he is a him. So God damn it. They get in the me. car. They're getting ready to go to the farm. John is very excited. Oh yeah. Garfield is not excited. This is where they do interact with each other musically. They do. So Odie is there as well. The dog. The dog. When my brother Doc Boy and I were little. Oh, brother. Here we go again. Dad would chop oh, yeah, this is a big dream. fat hairy deal. Chores. Mom would fix up the meal. Work. Doc Boy <laughs> would get in the way. Fighting. His brother's big named Doc Boy. Deal. Decorating the tree. Gardening. Well, wiring all. Electrical contracting. contracting. Boxes and favorite. My favorite part. Out of sight. Then we'd take those presents and pile them under the tree. We'd barely get a wink of sleep, wondering what they could be. The special gift of Christmas, Christmas. that really makes yeah, it great. They're, they're trading house. Yeah. anxiety. Kids get from having to wait. Can't wait till Christmas. There's so much to do. Can't wait till Christmas. Wake me when it's through. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> I love it so damn much. I think most of the music in this whole thing I enjoy. There's like one part. There's like one song later oh. that. Uh huh. Drops for me, but you almost kind of have to have that. Uh huh. The in sentimental these moments. But yeah, at the same time, the good is so good. Do, 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 I do, think so, do, at least. Cha. So we're going to the home now. Is this. We get to see the farm. Yeah, we do arrive at the farm. The Arbuckle Farm. 
Yes, Oliver is, I don't know if you can pick up on him meowing, but I think he is really excited that we're doing this podcast about the Garfield Christmas special. I watch this every year. It's got cat brotherhood. I make you watch it every year. With well, You don't make me watch true. it. I watch it with you. I'm just the one who's always watching it, so I'm the one enforcing that this is happening. I'm not real, unless it's Hellraiser at the moment, I'm not real. Hellraiser! Uh seek it out so no i probably wouldn't have watched this without you but i love watching it so john and the animals odie and garfield enter the arbuckle farmhouse farmhouse what do you think the arbuckles farm i think it's tobacco huh i never even thought about that they're pudgy so it's food yeah you're right it is food pigs they don't ever show pigs no, but Garfield and friends, Garfield hangs out on a farm oh. with pigs. There are yeah. pigs there. Well, They're... Garfield's, yeah, he probably made a few guest appearances I, on the end, friends. I wonder, because I don't know the basis of that. I wonder if his friends were at... On the Arbuckle Farm? On the Arbuckle Farm. Oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> That'd be cool. So, yeah, there That'd were definitely the pigs. To do. And there was a duck. I even liked that, those parts. Oh, I, I love the, the friends. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was all good. All of it was good. Imagine that a show that just thought, hey, let's do two shows in one, really. We're mm-hmm. going to do a farm show and we're going to do a Garfield show. There were other shows that technically did that, that kind of broke off in little skits. Like, Cartoon that's how wise? This, I mean, that's how The Simpsons started on the Tracy Ullman show. Yeah. It was yeah, just this a is two thing. Different, two different cartoons, basically. Yeah, but this is the same style. So it's clearly done by Jim Henson oh. as well. This is a Jim Henson cartoon? Yes. Really? Wasn't it? No, I'm sorry. Jim Davis. I said the I wrong word. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, duh. A Jim Henson, Jim Davis cartoon? No, it was Jim Davis. That's who I'm... That's that's what I meant to say, not Jim Henson. Jim it's Henson. a very different style. <laughs> yeah, Jim Henson didn't do cartoons, He did right? Muppets. He was just all puppet Well, there were the Muppet Babies. They make Muppet dreams come babies. true. Muppet Babies! Don't make our dreams come true. I watched Muppet Babies. I did, too. For sure. So they are visiting... They are getting, they're visiting with mom, with dad, with Doc Boy, who seems to still live at home, even though yes. clearly he's a bald adult. He's been bald since birth. Uh-huh. He never grew hair. And yeah, yeah, he did. He grew four strands. And he definitely, <laughs> he sounds like a large young boy. Like, his voice is underdeveloped, but his body is overdeveloped. Whoa, how old do you think because Doc he, Boy is? He, it, it seems like he's younger than John. Yeah, how old do you think John is? I think that John is, uh, pardon me. We're so well. classy. Um, well, um, it's my thinking burps. My thinking <laughs> I would say he is somewhere around 36. 36? So I think <gasps> that it's your, you need to be looking for women because when he dates Liz in the comics, uh-huh. she is, I mean, she's a grown ass woman. With her own house and her own life, doing her own thing. And I like that. I like that they always kept them dating and didn't ever, like, merge them together. She didn't, like, move in with him and take over. They've never done that. I did like that, too. They just kept it two different situations where every once in a while she came around. You said 36? Yeah, I'd say roughly. I was going to say in 30s. I was going to say, like, 32. Okay. So So when you say owns his own house... Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me lean towards that. Well, he does, and so does Liz. So yeah, I think that he is. So I would Doc put him. At, I would put 32? Duck Boy at like. I would put Duck Boy at like twenty nine almost. 
right. or maybe they had him and he's younger and he's still just an early boulder bald balden person well they show john and doc boy when they're younger they're relative in age and they're rel- they're pretty close in age so i figure doc boy's like two in that and john or er, like john's four. like four or five so if he's 36 so i'd be like 32 like 32 and he yeah he's bald and he's still living at home he's basically tate r.i.p <laughs> my cousin my Rest passed in away, pasta. My <laughs> passed away cousin Tate. Yeah. Goofy, bigger guy. It's been almost two years. Goofy. Did I say goofy? Very goofy. Goofy guy. Stinky. I loved living at home. He had no problem with it. Very stinky. But neither did his parents. And sometimes no. that's the case. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes the parents, parents have absolutely like no problem with it. Nope. And it seemed like that that's what was happening in this case. So if John's 36, then this probably is a yes to my question. Does John dye his hair? Because whenever they show him from the back, the back half of his head is black. His hair is like half black and then no. the top half is brown. I think that it's I think it's just lighter on top because he goes in the sun and he lives life and it just gets lightened naturally by the sun because he's an outgoing man. He jogs. Does he? Do we have a history of Dollar yeah. Buckle jogging? Uh-huh. Oh, I remember specifically many times. He's an exerciser. He, yeah, he's an exerciser. He would have jump ropes. Well, he would wear the like elastic <laughs> You're right. band he had on the his band. He had the weight, the head, head mm-hmm. sweatband. Yeah. So, <clears throat> no, I think that he, that Doc Boy is just underdeveloped. There's a reason why he still lives with his parents. Underdeveloped mentally, overdeveloped physically. <laughs> Because it's weird when he shows up, and I mean, we haven't gotten to the grandma yet, because she pipes up as she's sitting in her chair looking out the window, even though she knows that John has arrived. She says, you can visit until your lips fall off for all I care, because no one has come over to see her yet. Um, And she immediately starts touching his belly and talking about how city life has made him soft when Doc Boy is fat as fuck. Yeah, you're right. And so is the dad. The dad is also, yeah. he's got a belly. Talk boy and the dad are very similar. Very similar. And neither one has, has hair, so he definitely takes after her. Yeah, for sure. And I guess John takes after no the mom. I wouldn't say so, because he has regular eyeballs. The mother does not have eyeballs. She just has <laughs> beady little fucking eye holes. You know what she does have that other people don't have? A giggle. A nose. John, really? Doc Boy, like all the Arbuckle men, the the nose is just like this weird little line. And then the two women, they both have fully uh, formed noses. Because the grandma is definitely her mother, you can tell. Really? I thought he I thought I heard the dad call her mom. Well, I mean, maybe he does because she lives with them. I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. Man, we're gonna have to watch it again now. Look for context clues. She doesn't have eyeballs like the boys do. She has, but she has glasses on, so it kind of looks like she does. Uh, but, but she just dots. But and, she has the and same. And she has a nose, just like the mom. So yeah. maybe you're right. So I think that that's her. And mom. that would explain the, the way they kind of like. There is a little bit little of friction. Tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between the especially sun when it comes to cooking. Uh huh. Oh, okay. How are we finding this much in the Garfield Christmas special? <laughs> well, not only does the grandma criticize John, she straight up. 
punches him in the gut <laughs> yes. and then tells him to punch her in the gut. <laughs> I wrote that grandma is abusive verbally and physically. <laughs> so then to change the subject, he says, oh, grandma, do you remember Garfield? And we get this classic interaction. Uh, uh, grandma, you remember Garfield, don't you? Well, I'll be. I remember back when all we had were wood burning cats. What? What do they think of next? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I love in uh, kid things and specials uh-huh. for children and younger people when they actually put jokes in, like funny jokes. Good jokes that adults, and I think they still do that. We just don't watch kid stuff anymore. I think they do too, but I, I, I if they still do, I enjoy it. I like that they. I think they actual joke structure, not just being like we're kids. Yeah, blah, 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 yeah. Blah. I mean, because they know that parents are going to have to watch this almost as many times uh-huh. as the kids are, so they want to make sure that it kind of appeals to both. I believe, doo, doo, doo. which I think is fair and it's smart. I've had these Garfield songs stuck in my head all day since we watched it earlier. Yeah, we watched it this morning, and then I took a nap because I worked super early. And I've just been up all day, like playing a guitar in my head, going. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone is uh, hanging out. Uh, Mom is making dinner because she's making Christmas Eve dinner and sausage gravy. She's making sausage gravy, which I don't understand what that's going to go with. (laughs) It's they're making turkey, right? Why would you put sausage yeah. gravy on turkey? And then the gram- turkey gravy. And then the grandmother really wants to put chili powder in it. Yeah, why is it chili powder? Of all things. Not like red pepper flakes, not like some sort of something to just spice it up. Instead, she's putting like cumin in it. It's gonna make it taste like chili. Yeah, and I mean chili powder can be heat, but it's also cumin, which like it's just takes over. Chili powder has yeah. It's just a weird thing to be like, I'm gonna secretly sneak this chili powder into your sausage gravy because i am the green county gravy champion <laughs> and you aren't you your gravy didn't even place yeah. <laughs> but who but who am i to tell you what to do <laughs> i just really want to know what the gravy is for that's all i'm telling you nothing <laughs> i don't know why they didn't make it a turkey gravy yeah i don't know but then you just get to everyone hanging out and decorating the tree which they waited oh. until Christmas Eve to decorate the tree, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I thought that too. But I also th- thought it was gross that Garfield put his paw in the sausage gravy. Do you remember that? Yep. He did, and he tested it, and it burned his mouth up. It did, and all I thought of was, once again, about Garfield's litter box. Every cat I know has a little piece of litter, at least one, on their paw. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's in the sausage gravy now. Mm-hmm. Gross. So they get the tree decorated. The dad makes a valid point that he doesn't understand why you don't put the star on top of the tree first and then put the tree up. And the mom argues because it just wouldn't be Christmas. It wouldn't be Christmas. Which makes no sense. Uh, So they, John tells Garfield, he hands the star to him. And Garfield says that it's a job for a cat, not a man. You can't send a man to do a cat's job. And he shimmies on up that fucking tree, puts it on top, and falls down. John straight up says, you're ready to be a hero. <clears throat> yeah. There, is, there are straight up interactions between them. There are, but then John never reacts to what Garfield says. Garfield because he's a selfish asshole. John says, 
But Garf John does not react to what Garfield says. Except for in the songs. Huh. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Maybe the Christmas spirit the <laughs> when you're singing Christmas songs, he can suddenly understand what Garfield is saying to him. That'd be nice. Let's try it out. Hey Oliver. Christmas time is here today. What do you think about that? I think about fish. Oh my god, it works! Christmas spirit worked, Michelle. It worked, Christmas spirit. So, in these interactions between family members, we realize that John and Doc Boy, the reason why neither one is married and one still lives at home is because they act like children. Oh, they're total children. They just totally act like little boys. And, uh... Are they eating dinner at this point? Or we skip that? No, I don't think we've got there yet. I just want to say that they act ridiculous. I'm not getting to them wanting to open presents yet because I... I, Do they have food yet? Yeah, because Grandma makes that that one joke about... Because she's giving all the the animals food underneath and she makes that joke. It's something like... How she's eating for two. I'm eating for two. I mean, she's really just feeding the two animals under the table and then... And her then, son-in-law is just like, huh? Yeah, so does he just think that the grandma's pregnant? No, I think he thinks she's just crazy. Ah. She just sits in her rocking chair and looks out the window and just talks my, and says crazy things. In my mind, he was perplexed for the next two days. Like, has grandma been getting out and getting some dick? Oh, uh, maybe. And now, and now she's going to have a grandma baby? I think they may have had dinner already because now... And maybe not, because I'm going <laughs> to go did. to where they sing around, they sing Oh Christmas Tree around the piano. Yeah, they definitely ate by now. They did the tree after dinner. Okay, so yeah, I don't remember the chronological this one they're all events. around the piano. So uh, yeah, I'm going to play this for a little bit. We will get Oh Christmas Tree. Vented Christmas trees should be drug out oh. into the street and shot. Yeah, and that as well. <laughs> that was when Carfield fell to the Is bottom. Everybody ready? Oh yeah. Here we go. Plugging the tree in. This part is so weird, actually, because all of their mouths. Yeah. Ooh. They're perfect O's. Nice touch. And now okay. everyone, my little boy is going to favor us with a Christmas Fucking song. Fucking dog boy. I don't know about this, mom. Boy, you doggone better well play. Those 24 years of piano lessons better be worth something. Piano lessons. I love it when people say piano. It's <laughs> great. <clears throat> oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, how lovely are you? Yeah, he the is just not fit for the world and being on his own. Why don't Grandma take a whack at that? Grandma! Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, how lovely are thy branches. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Grandma's got some fucking sass. That was interesting. Well, you better not touch those ivories until they've had a chance to cool down for a while. (laughs) Get on down. Uh Uh-uh. Chico, chico. Chico, chico. I love that part. (laughs) Chico, chico. Yeah, I guess she does have a little more of a nose. Uh, And then... And look at their noses. Yeah, it's just just nothing. It's just like a line. And this song This is, is the lame. weakest song. But then uh, coming up, we get to a... Garfield jumps in Grandma's lap, and shit gets kind of serious for a minute. It's the heartfelt moment. Yeah, and it is actually happening right now. Garfield is jumping in her lap, so here... Why, hello, okay. Garfield. How did you know I needed a kitty in my lap? Because well, everyone yes. does. 
Since Grandpa passed on, I've wild away many a lonely hour rocking and stroking my cats. It's masturbation. Amazing. I envy those cats. Grandpa was a proud man, a strong man. He was a good provider. We never had much money, but we always had plenty of food on the table. And he always made something special for me and each of the children at Christmas. Men like him didn't feel like they could show much affection. Him. Does he look like an Arbuckle man? Children, but no. On Christmas, so. tiny eyes. It yeah. was okay. He always pretended not to be excited on Christmas morning, but his eyes gave him away. Because he had no, no eyeballs. I think. <laughs> I think it was his favorite day of the year. Sometimes I wake up in the night. And I can still feel his strong arms around me. Fuck it. <sighs> this is the night I miss him the most. And then the worst song. Keep Christmas here. The song part, I should say. In your heart. Weird no choice. <laughs> 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 it's not good. <laughs> I, I've wasted away many a night stroking my pussy. So rocking and stroking my puss. Rocking and stroking my pussy. Rocking and stroking my cats. Multiple cats. So maybe she's bisexual. Maybe she's become bisexual after Grandpa died. Okay, I had a realization while we were with the... A uh, spiritual awakening? No, God, no. God no! <laughs> um, I bet it's not the Arbuckle Farm. I bet it became the Arbuckle Farm. I think the farm came from the mom. Well, that makes sense. So that was the dad, her dad's farm, and then that might have oh, been their only kid. And based on what is found in the barn later, the letters. Why would they be at someone else's house? So that makes sense. Wow. So. The Arbuckle man got hooked up just by marrying the lady her. whose parents own the farm, and then that's why Doc Boy is worthless because it's not actually <laughs> in his like male genes. No, he's just a goofball. Yeah, and that's why John left to go to the city to be a city slicker because he's just not cut out for that life. I I don't remember what John does for a living. I don't know either. I don't know if they they've can, ever told you. They say that he's a city boy, but he doesn't really live in the city. He just lives in like a regular ass neighborhood. Yeah, it just seems like he lives in a suburb somewhere. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't. I don't know. Have to. He didn't. He's not growing up on a farm, but he would have grown up on. No, I don't know. Because it's weird. Do you think that when John's mom and dad got married, that he just like moved to the family farm with her family? And, like, moved in the house and started working? I don't know. Because he looks like a... F I mean, he dresses like a farmer. He, wear he wears overalls. And you need a haircut, Tramp. Hearts <laughs> from that uh, I don't know. I feel like I gotta, like, write it down like a serial killer chase where you put red yarn lines on the <laughs> wall to figure out who owned what, who came from where. I need some... Past family names. I need a maiden name. I need to know who's mooching, who's <laughs> actually working, because Doc Boy's not working. I bet he does work. I bet he's good at moving stuff. I bet he's like, uh, hey, go pick that up. Go pick that up and put that over there. Okay, yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, so Odie, and I don't think he is as dumb as you're saying because later when they mess with him, oh yeah, you know it's when they're he's... he does the prayer when they eat. Oh yeah, and, and he gets, gets all... very Shakespearean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before you carry on, do you want to take a break? It's a real good time. Do We're we... already at 44 minutes. We ne- I don't. Do we need to take a break? I don't know. Do you know how long things go on? We've already got 44 minutes on it. I don't think we need to take a break. All right, let's not take a break. I think we're fine. This is a Christmas special, no break episode. This is a, yeah, we only have we have less than five minutes left in the actual show. Okay. So I mean, right. it's only no break on uh, YouTube. It's twenty three minutes long. Yeah, so watch it. Yeah, Go watch and, it, I mean, we'll post it for you. But Odie oh, yeah. breaks away and goes out to make something for Garfield, at which he ends up constructing a scratching post for Garfield. Odie has never been smarter. Than in this version of Odie, in this special, Odie is always a dumbass. Yeah, very dumb. I guess the same Christmas. Unless he's just innovative. Spirit that makes Garfield be able to sing songs with John uh-huh. is the same spirit that gave Odie the ability to construct something. I think it's funny that they were just like, "Hey guys, let's not forget that Odie's in this. We need to give him <laughs> something. Uh, hey, he makes something for Garfield. A uh, scratching post. Oh yeah, we're done." It's not even a scratching post. I'm wrong. It's a back scratcher that he makes out of a rake. And by the Mm -hmm. way, Yodi's just going around. Yodi? That's his name. Odie. Sorry, Yodi. That's Yoda and Odie (laughs) put together. Odie's just going around disassembling other things, taking parts from that Mm -hmm. to make something else. So in this process, he has ruined shit. Oh, yeah, for Just sure. Just like a dog. He's a fucking loser. <laughs> He's a fucking loser. <laughs> God, I've never heard anybody just come down on Odie like that before. <laughs> He's a fucking loser. Fuck Odie. He's just a needy dog. I like Odie. He was good in the comic strip. He was always he was always a good opposite of Garfeldo. Garfeldo? Yeah, Garfeldo. That's the Mexican version. So one thing that I forgot is that they do read a Christmas story. They have the dad read a Christmas story. And uh, so we need to hear about Binky, the clown who saved Christmas. It is time for dad to read us our Christmas story. Yeah! Yeah! I've never had a Christmas story that was like... A tradition to be read, other than just watching things. So maybe that's the same. That's our Christmas stories watching things on TV. But not Binky the clown who saved Christmas. I wish it was. That's a weird concept. Actually, it is. You listen to this story right now. It's a short, short story. Yeah, that's right. This story. Right, Dad. That's right. The Binky the clown saves Christmas story again this year. Oh my God, they're so weird. Once upon a time, there was a clown named Binky who loved children. Every time Binky saw children, he would say, Hey, kids. No, 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 no. Dad, read it with more emotion. I love this. Yeah, and and why don't you say it like Binky said? I love the two brothers just like working together. Every time Binky saw children, he would say, Hey, kids! (laughs) Cut that out. Stupid Odie. And once again, Binky the Clown saved Christmas for children all over the world. The end. I don't know about you, John, but for a couple of minutes there, I was getting pretty worried. Mm, Not smart. (laughs) All right, boys. It's time to get ready for bed. Dude, Doc Boy? Making fun of Doc Boy? I'm just 
observing that he's not smart. And then they get ready for bed and he, Doc Boy dresses up like a little baby, basically. He wears like a onesie with a poof ball on his butt. Yeah, I love it. That bunny outfit, it's, it's great. It's ridiculous. It's really, really funny. So we do have another song here. Are you wanting to bring something to the table? You I, was your trying, phone out. I was trying to look up when the Garfield and Friends show started. And okay. it says original release was September 17th, 1988. So it was right after this. So I'm wondering if there was... If this was successful enough. That it spawned... Because this used to air yearly. And I think that it even used to be included in an ABC family lineup when that still really? existed. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Wasn't um, it something else before ABC Family? I don't fucking know. I can't remember. <laughs> I got no clue. So next we're going to go into another song, which this might actually be when Odie is constructing this gift for Garfield. We get to the song, You Can Never Find an Elf When You Need One. That's what you're calling it. Uh-huh. You can never find an elf when you need I fucking love that guy's voice. You got to so groovy. I wonder who it is. Yeah, Odie is straight building. Oh my god, I just read that this special was nominated for, for a primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Animated Program. And it's been released on DVD. Do you own this? No, I didn't know that it was available. Hold on. Sounds like Little John. I remember, I think it's a white guy. I feel like last year I looked it up. It's a white guy? I think so. The guy who, in general, who voices him. But I feel like the guy who sang as well might be a white guy. He's got one of those voices that sounds like a black dude. That yeah, there are and I love that. many of those. I love that tone. Uh huh. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you can never find an F when you need one. Yeah, yeah. TV Guide in 2004 ranked this special tenth <laughs> on its ten best family holiday specials list. Which is unfortunate because they stopped putting this out. They stopped playing it. Uh, in 2000 was the last time. December 14th, 2000 was the final CBS broadcast. That's so unfortunate. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, my God. Well, I make it a point oh to watch this every year. Oh, my fucking God. What's wrong? Gimme, gimme, gimme. Performed by Lou fucking Rawls. Really? Yes. I have the fucking song names here. Gimme, gimme, gimme. That's what, what it was I called. said it was. Four gimme's, by the way. Oh, I said three. Can't wait till Christmas. Uh, I always call that big, fat, hairy deal. <laughs> <laughs> I like yours better. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Christmas in your heart. You can never find an elf when you need one. Gotcha. Performed by Lou Rawls. Yeah, he's amazing. Lou Rawls. Yeah. Fucking Lou Rawls. Fucking Lou Rawls. Was a white guy. <laughs> is he not white? <laughs> Lou Lou Rawls. I don't believe he is. I'm just motherfucking Lou Rawls. Yeah, he's dark as shit. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> that's why I had that sultry. Excellent voice. That's why we love it so much. That's why you love it so but, much. So the singing is by him. But yes. the speaking is a white guy. I think it's a bearded white guy who does the speaking or did the speaking what, for voice. For Garfield's voice? For Garfield's oh, voice. What am I supposed to say that? I never thought that was Garfield supposed to be singing when it's the 
gimme, 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 and all that stuff. Oh, I guess it just has a similar sounding voice. I just thought it was a guy coming in and being like, No, I guess it's not. I just, just assumed that it now. was. And it's Lou fucking Ross. I thought that they purposefully made it sound not like it's supposed to be Garfield because it's not Garfield performing it, but that it has like a similar sounding voice. That's like, this is almost like what it would sound like if Garfield were singing. I can see what you're saying. But it's Lou fucking Rawls. Instead Isn't that cool? Instead of making it sounding like a, a totally different voice. <laughs> so everything goes well. People are happy with their presence. And then Garfield is like, hold up. Hold up, Grandma. I'm, I, got, I found these letters and I am going to give them Please. to you because I want you to also have a good Christmas. What's up? These letters that were only those were in a box... By themselves, and she had no idea that they existed. Yeah. But where did you find these? She says. It later. seemed very specific. <laughs> well, that was a very nice Christmas. It's not over yet. One minute. It sounded like they were knocking on the microphone. Is what the sound that they used for him pulling on her apron. This. Why, thank no. you, Garfield. What's this? Yep, you're right. Oh my. Oh my. Oh, my. What are they, Grandma? John, these are love letters your grandpa sent me when we were courting a long, long time ago. How did Garfield know? My darling, if the sea were of ink and the sky of parchment, I could not begin to write my love for you. <laughs> Grandma's getting when wet right there. When next we meet... Oh. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Well, what does he say, Grandma? It is inappropriate for a lady to talk about her romances, my dear. That was a sex letter. Oh, yeah. There was sexy stuff. Things got steamy. And he, I think he did that on purpose because he has a smile on his face. I think Garfield did. He's like, yeah, and then you're going to have to read this sex letter in front of everyone. You mean old bitch that I love. <laughs> Uh, I don't think Garfield was afraid of putting people he loved in uh, weird situations no. to see what they had He's to prove to him. Um, so after all of this, he gives a speech. And I can't remember if this is before or after he gets the gift, the cat scratcher from Odie. Let me see here. It's, he gives right, the speech after the Just cat scratcher. Just permit me one sentimental moment here, will you? I have something to say. Christmas. It's not the giving. It's not the getting. It's the loving. It's the loving. <laughs> I hear that every time. It's the loving. <laughs> I want to hear it now. Okay. That's the loving. Why are you trying to search for it? It's because it's so hard to move here, it correctly. I have something to say. With a finger. Christmas. It's not the giving. It's not the getting. It's the loving. It's the loving. You're right. I always hear that. This is a. I got this note and I want to mention it before we carry on. Okay. This is that style and time of animation still when they were still drawing things. Yes. So I don't know if you ever noticed that animation in older cartoons, you can tell what is about to move because the coloring looks different. Okay. Have you ever noticed that in cartoons? Uh, possibly you're just it's like, hard to it, just come up with something in my head but like, like sometimes like when garfield's laying down 
and like only his head is going to move or only like his brow or something's going to move, you can tell that the rest of his body is just like a background color. Yeah. And that they just, just slightly different orange. It's just a slightly different yellow from hmm. what's moving on the rest of his body. And if you watch older cartoons in general, that happens all the time. Yeah. I noticed that when I was really young, just being like, oh, wait, that axe is about to move because it's a completely, it's clearer than everything else. Mm-hmm. It's the same gray as, you know, Bugs Bunny's gray. And the whole rest of the background looks like watercolors. There's somebody something painted. like they're they're tricking your eyes. You don't realize they're doing it, but it's like it's telling your eyes like, hey, you're going to need to look at this they're and not, focus on this thing. Kind of. But they're not doing it on purpose. It's just that they painted a background with different stuff and different. Yeah. Like, but brushes. if something's getting ready to change, then you might notice that something either looks worse or something that's getting ready to focus on looks better. Yeah, but it's also because it just used different paints and different cells. And mm-hmm. it's just, you can just, like, it'll have, like, a six knives in a row and one knife will be extra black and extra shine. And you're like, oh, that's the knife that's going to fall down or you're going to come off. There it is. It's yeah. In older cartoons, it's not like that way anymore. Well, that's what I'm digital. saying. Like, it would have... Maybe that you might not have noticed that, but maybe your eye would have noticed that before it really clicked in your brain and before it happened for you to notice it when it fell. Yes. That's kind of what I meant. Yes. Like to make it stand out to you more, whether you even realize it or not. So you know to kind of focus on that because something's going to happen to it. Yeah. Subconsciously. Yeah, but it's just because of... Of saving money. <laughs> so they don't have to draw it 16 times. Yeah. Saving money. But I mean, I'm saying it still does work yeah. in the sense that it it kind of pulls your focus to the thing that is more detailed and where the lines are thicker and oh, yeah. more specific oh, yeah. than something that just is kind of bland and yeah. fades into the background. Yeah. But but in the past, that was an undesired thing is what I'm saying. Like They don't want that. It's just they were saving money. So it's just an old producing fault of low money. And nowadays with digital, it doesn't fucking matter. None of it does that anymore. My thing is so squeaky anymore. Especially when your hands are all over it. Stop doing that. So right after that, we're going to get to the final song. This is the end of the episode. Everyone is happy. Everyone learned that the experiences are what's most important. It's not the giving. It's not the getting. It's the loving. It's the loving. And here to the good down-home farm goodbye. Here you go, guys. There. I said it. Now get out of here. Amen. Stock <laughs> boys, two double fist and turkeys. So weird that out of nowhere, this whole time it's been like soul and laid back music. The very last song is just. You noticed uh, that's that's what I hear every time. <laughs> and that is a Garfield Christmas special. Fucking Lou Rawls. Fucking Lou Rawls, man. So, 
Sam. Hi. I'm not going to go through traditional questions with this. I think it's obvious. Like I said, this is something that is watched around this time every year. So it's not something special. I mean, it's special because it's one of the very few things that are viewed Christmas-wise within the Christmas holiday season. But it's not... Nothing really special prompts me to do this. It's just... It, this is a tradition for me. So, yeah. I mean, this is why I brought this up. I know that you also like Garfield. We've watched this together probably every year since we've been together. <laughs> I do believe so. And, um, I mean, I would definitely... We've I'll recommend this forever. And I'm sure you would watch this again oh, yeah. next year with me. So We've watched it twice. When? Before. Oh, yeah. In a year. At this, you know, at the Christmas time, holiday time. Well, I am hosting Christmas. I should play it while we're giving out you, presents. You did that last time. Did I? Yes. Well, I should do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. You put it on the, like, no sound and in the background. Well, that's because I know what I'm doing, apparently. So we do, one thing that I do want to touch on are our least and most favorite characters. Do you have these figured out, Sam? Yeah. Because you were not prepared earlier. Well, I just I forgot that we would have to do that. I was just enjoying watching a cartoon. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't even really have to think about it. I can just... Tell me. Kind of make it happen for you. So who is your least favorite character? Do you want to take a guess? I My guess is that it's the dad. Nope. It's the mom. Okay. Well, that's something that we have in common because she's an overachiever with no eyeballs and beady little <laughs> eye holes. I just, she just doesn't have any, I mean, out of all the jokes and everything, she's got the least Yeah, out of them all. She's just really unexciting. And I mean, she makes every kind of potato for John. Every, every kind. kind of pie. She is an overachiever. Oh, yeah. Did you notice that some of those pies had pieces taken out of them already? Yes, I did. That was weird. Yeah. Well, unless people just. Doc Boy got them didn't up need front. to wait. I guess not. Doc Boy doesn't need a goddamn invitation. He just <laughs> fucking eats. <laughs> he eats but whatever, I, whenever, like Shakira. Yeah. And just for joke wise, just didn't. She was a, a setup. She's a setup person. Yeah, she had no good personality. She's 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 the person that goes. Okay, yes. we get from the kitchen to the dinner table now. We get to the dinner to table the to the tree now. We get to the piano. She's mm-hmm. the person who moved the story along, but she didn't have any really good jokes. I don't remember. Did she have any joke that no, was funny? Not really. I can't remember a single one. No, there's nothing that stands out to me. Yeah, so there you go. Who is your favorite? My favorite? It's got to be Garfield. I figured, I thought you'd say either that or Grandma. I think Grandma is second, but she also kind of teeters with like second least favorite because she's also just a bitch. <laughs> she is a She's bitch. really judgmental. She's mean. She's <laughs> violent. Yeah. And physically abusive to her grandson. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. She did push him. Yeah, like, she shoved, I assumed she shoved into Doc the wall. Boy, yes, he went through the wall. She, Doc Boy had to redo drywall for Christmas Eve. <laughs> they're not trusting Doc Boy to do drywall. I think Doc Boy is not as dumb as you think he is. Maybe he's book smart, but really just environmentally uh, I th- I concerning. I think he's everything smart. You he think just he's can't just play everything? I'm surprised he's not your favorite character. 
Mine is also Garfield forever. It's got to be Garfield. He, his attitude is just amazing. I totally understand Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> I just get it. I understand the annoyance of the holiday and how everyone's just so fucking jolly. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> it's like, leave me alone. I just kind of want to hibernate. It's cold. But at the same time, you do want to be part of it. And then at the same time, I am hosting Christmas yes. Eve dinner and I put a tree up. And you, and, yes. Uh, so. You still like it. Yeah. And it. Yeah, Garfield is the fucking best. I I agree. His jokes are all the best. His joke ratio is the highest. His sass is fantastic. And the sarcasm is just on point. So it's definitely had a it was definitely part of a base of humor that lasted that doesn't exist until anymore. This day. Because there was well, I, mean, I guess I should I'm say, yeah, and I should say it's yeah, not this... created as much because I feel like it really, I also feel like he kind of prepped us for the humor of the 90s as well, which was a lot yes. of gross out humor. I agree. And a lot of sarcasm. Oh, fuck. And cynicism. What's wrong? Daria. Daria is, yeah. Daria. This, this was very, it's kind of Daria. Very bland speaking, mm-hmm. but jokes. And always sarcasm to the max. And a lot of jokes. And you love Daria. I do I love, love Daria. Daria. Yeah. So Garfield and Daria are fucking one of the same. If Daria had a cat, it would be Garfield. Oh my god, but she would not feed it lasagna. Unless she... No, she would buy it frozen lasagnas, and she'd be like, here, I don't even want to deal with this. <laughs> and she'd be like, I love you, I worship you, and Trent. For oh, life. And Trent. So, on that note... Uh, that's the Garfield Christmas Fuck yeah. episode for you guys. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. For sure. It's definitely. You, stop yawning. Uh, sorry. Sam is so bored. He does not want to do this anymore. Not, I'm telling you, I can yawn anywhere. I've been front row concerts banging my head and then having to stop and just be like, sorry. Well, I wish you a... Happy holiday, Christmas, New Year, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, All entire situation. Whatever you like. In, or nothing. Festivus. Yeah, fucking whatever. Merry Festivus. Have a good fucking time. Eat good food. Send me good food. And what is happening? Is that is there a dog in here bathing? Uh, I thought I heard something fucking around with stuff near me arousing paranoid man something's arousing man took too much pcp bro we took pcp and watched garfield christmas (laughs) yeah that's that's what you do when you take pcp well thanks for listening guys yes happy merry holidays and watch garfield christmas special christmas special brother here we go again dad would chop down the tree chores mom would fix up the meal work Dark boy would get in the way Fighting Big fat hairy deal Decorating the tree Gardening Wiring all of the lights Electrical contract Bye guys Bye our beautiful critics